In the number one best-selling book, *The Obstacle Is the Way*, Ryan Holiday, by far one of my all-time favorite authors, recounts the inspirational narrative of an inspiring 25-year-old in Cleveland, Ohio, just getting his feet wet in the world of financial investments. Little known at the time, but you may have heard of him, John D. Rockefeller. Two years in, he finds himself standing in front of what would be one of the country's most financially devastating depressions in history, the Panic of 1857. By most accounts, his maiden voyage could not have been at a worse time, as the collapse lasted for several years. But Rockefeller disagreed with that line of thought, which is why we're still talking about him today. We'll come back to him in just a bit. In last week's episode, A Coin Toss Life, we confronted the idea of controlling what you can control and adapting to what you can't. Understanding those uncontrollable yesterdays don't affect your todays and tomorrows, unless you let them, which happens every now and then, I have to confess. But if you haven't listened to that episode yet, perhaps it would be a good place to start before continuing with this one. This episode, being part two of Control, is about tomorrow's uncontrollables. Those events that haven't quite yet happened, but will probably disappoint us in one way or another. We have ideas what we hope to come, be they as grandiose as running for president, or something more personal, such as starting a family. We plan, we schedule, we assume we're in control of our destiny, but what do we do when those plans turn to poop? Elsa had plans of lifelong Eskimo kisses with Prince Hans of the Southern Isles, and well, you see where that went. I'm Chan Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Okay. You know the drill by now. Find somewhere comfortable to sit, nice and relaxed. Before we close our eyes, let's just take a simple breath in. Again, that muchly needed sigh. Hmm. Let's do that one more time. Closing our eyes, unless you're driving, don't do that. One last deep breath. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. Noticing how you feel during this. Do you feel as if you're breathing from your chest? Maybe your abdomen, your nose. Simply notice. This is important for when we find ourselves in frustrating situations. Taking a moment to close our eyes and focus on the patterns that we've practiced in calmer environments and using them during times of stress. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. Now, with their eyes closed, I'd like for you to imagine something you've always wanted in life. Anything. Anything, as long as it's something you've always envisioned working towards. Perhaps the Ivy League College, or your debut on Broadway. The promotion you've sacrificed the late nights away from your family for. You've waited what seems a lifetime for this day. Eyes closed, you can reach out with your hand and imagine yourself grabbing it. 
It's yours. It's so exciting. Peaceful, slow inhale. Slowly exhaling with a warm, contented heart. With eyes still closed, you tear into the letter from the admissions office. I'm sorry to inform you, it reads, that we cannot extend an invitation this year. That role of Alphaba went to your roommate, not you. Your boss sending the email at 4.59 on Friday. The promotion is going to Pat. If you're tired of one hit after the other, join the club. Life certainly has its share of disappointments, its own rainy days without the umbrella, its own empty roll of toilet paper. Or, as the 80s catchphrase suggests, crap happens. But it's how we deal with the rain, how we deal with the, well, you know. When it's Monday morning and we're back at the desk, our head in our hands, asking ourselves, now what? The obstacle isn't the problem. The obstacle is our perspective. You can't bake a proper cake without the proper ingredients. And as with anything delicious, it's what goes in the cake that makes the difference. So, let's open this cookbook of life for a tastier outlook. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. We're about to open our eyes, but not just yet. One last thing. I want you to see that anticipated disappointment. Odd request, I know, but we can't fix what we ignore. Are you breathing? Are you breathing heavier? Or are you holding your breath? I typically fall in that category. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. Let's open our eyes and gather yourself. Take a moment as you look around the room. You're in your own space, so everything is okay. Pulling from Ryan Holiday's book again, I'm going to share a few of his insights to use when life throws us a curveball. Just listen. No need to write these down. Be objective. Control emotions and keep an even keel. Choose to see the good in a situation. Steady our nerves. Ignore what disturbs or limits others. Place things in perspective. Revert to the present moment. Focus on what can be controlled. Some of these will resonate with you. Others will take root in your emotional soil when least expected. What I suggest is to take two of these insights and use them for every scenario. Just like our breathing techniques, allow these to become instinctual, a pattern that you've practiced. For instance, 
You spill your coffee just as you sit down to catch your breath. <sighs> Controlling your emotions, keeping an even keel by realizing, yes, this sucks. Pause for a second and realize it's only coffee. It may have stained a shirt, but nothing a little dawn and hydrogen peroxide can't work out. It's a shirt. Oh, your couch is covered with donut crumbs from watching Saturday morning cartoons with the kids. The biggest difference between crumbs and children is one of them will remember the time you took to watch Pokemon, even though you had absolutely no idea what the show was about. And while donut crumbs are a nuisance, they're a physical evidence of an emotional investment. Choose to see the good in a situation. Yes, it sounds like rose-colored glasses, and I can't promise this will be easy. But understanding things happen in life regardless of our wishes is so important in beginning to change our perception of what we can and cannot control. I can also guarantee this. Change is difficult. Our thought patterns are a muscle that we exercise every waking moment. And just as we have exercised over the course of our lifetime the negative thoughts, we can now change about and exercise those positive and encouraging thoughts. Let's be real. You're going to have the why me moments, those life shouldn't be like this kind of breakdowns. And that's okay. Some days we need to binge Netflix and eat Ben & Jerry's. But Longing the life sipping cappuccinos at Central Perk with five of your best friends in New York isn't setting yourself up for success. You have to do the work. Otherwise, another year goes by as you find yourself facing Monday morning and then ask, are you still here? Jumping the hurdle starts with lacing the shoes. And Rockefeller, remember him? He watched as the world around him spun into chaos. Patiently squirreling cash away, he observed the downfall of others as their knee-jerk reactions were a prescription for ruin. Twenty years later, Rockefeller controlled 90% of the oil market in the U.S., making him the richest man in the world in 1913. He saw opportunity in every obstacle. But I'm not John D. Rockefeller, you say, and you are correct. But let's be fair to John. He had nowhere near the technology you possess in your smartphone alone. Imagine what you could do with the tools you have at your fingertips. It doesn't come easy, but it doesn't come without a start. I have a PDF for you to download of Ryan Holiday's tips I mentioned earlier. Visit cometdownpodcast.com and look for today's episode on the episode page. You'll find the link there. Keep this list close by, as it will help you during the difficult times by engaging what's rational and dispelling what's emotional. Minister Holiday was incredibly generous letting me share this with you, and yes, I asked. Of course, it was just an excuse to email him, just so you know, between you and I. And while you can download the PDF, I'd much prefer you pick up his book at the Amazon link I have included. I've read this book more times than I can recall, and it is a mainstay on my desk, reminding me that my obstacles are just a blip on the radar, as are yours. 
He also has a podcast and website titled dailystoic.com. And that is well worth your attention. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.